Hi, podcasting from New York. They say if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. This is Pushing Boundaries. Most of today's commentary on complex social issues is binary, unproductive, and flat-out lazy. With this podcast, I'm looking to hopefully elevate these conversations, and as a lifelong educator, hopefully learn a few things along with you. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to episode two. This episode's title, Position or Title Holders. So often in organizations, we have people who are accomplished, people who have gotten to the top of the ladder, who've achieved a tremendous amount of um, success. And but the question is sometimes is, you know, why is there why for that success and uh, the impact to an organization? Um, and so in position title holders, these are people who have who've been who are accomplished. Uh, they've been accomplished in terms of ac- academically. Um, so educationally and financially, uh, they reach the, the pinnacle of their success in an organization. They have longevity. Uh, they've survived all of administrations or survived all changes in the organization and they've reached the top. They're goal-oriented and so they're action-oriented towards personal achievement. They set their goals, they continuously set their goals and they live within those goals. Extremely focused, right? Uh, A job for a a career focused, right? Um, In the face of credibility, they're proven. uh, They're they're an, uh, an aspiration to others and so others look to them for their drive, uh, they continue to sh- uh, to f- go full steam ahead. They're very strategic in their planning, so they have the before, during, and the after. So these people are all your perfect profiles of success, right? These are the people that you, you look at them and everything is polished in terms of the career side of things. Um, and so th- that's, that's the positive in terms of that side. On the other side of that, in terms of the challenges with being this kind of a person who's seeking positions and titles um, tend to be narcissistic in some ways, right? They're self-serving um, and are disconnected organically from the people in the organization or, you know, um, so they're there and they're strategic, but their purpose is for uh, self-success and by any means necessary. And so they're willing to sacrifice their peers or step over one, another peer or even, um, Beat a beat a peer out of out of the uh, the position, right? Um, and so uh, friendships are fragile, and and this person is is on a mission, right? And so they're on a mission with blinders on, and they're looking straight ahead, and at all costs, right? And so of course the sacrifices, friendships, and and relationships in the organization. From Steve Jobs to Donald Trump. The ultra-confident rule the world. It's those who challenge the status quo, promise bright futures, and motivate others to follow their visions that get to leave their mark on society. However, many of these transformational leaders unfortunately also meet the American Psychiatric Association's classification for narcissistic personality disorder. Meaning, too many of these leaders are in fact grandiose, entitled, overconfident, risk-seeking, manipulative, possessing low levels of empathy and guilt, and are hostile. There appears to be two main kinds of narcissism. Vulnerable or covert narcissism is characterized by anxiety, fragile self-concept, high levels of neuroticism, 
and defensiveness stemming from low self-esteem. In contrast, grandiose narcissism is more assertive and extroverted, characterized by high self-esteem, a sense of personal superiority and entitlement, a willingness to exploit others for self-gain, and hostility when challenged. What are the likely consequences of narcissistic leadership in organizations? Since they want control and are susceptible to flattery, they tend to recruit those who may be less confident, but more loyal, often valuing loyalty over expertise. Narcissists are prone to help others less and even take credit from others' collective work. Worse yet, employees working for narcissists are more likely to withhold information, engage in shirking, absenteeism, and even sabotage. There are estimates that these counterproductive behaviors may cost firms more than $20 billion annually. The success is rewarded through placement in a hierarchy. And so these people, it depends on, they want to be at the top of an organization. They do not want to be in the middle. They want to be at the top. And so you have to look for those people there. Um, they, they, uh, there's a disproportionality in terms of their commitments in life, right? And so these people tend to be invisible or um, absent from their home life. And so you, you're not going to find these people really um, engaged and dedicated in their home life. Um, you're going to find that um, either if, they, if they're in an intact family, that they're, the uh, spouse is really carrying uh, the burden of, of managing the children in the household. Um, and when they're there in the household, they're in, in the household, they're more like there as a guest, right? A very a silent participate in the process because they're not driven by that, by those activities, right? Um, and and I want to say that you know this is not to say, you know, all leaders touch on one of these capacities sometime in their lives, right? And as they experience uh, growth in their lives and they evolve as humans and as individuals we begin to transform into new leadership capacities. But we've all been in one of these capacities, or demonstrated one of these capacities one way or another in our lives, right? As we got more information and exposure, we're able to navigate and become better leaders or, or, or transformative leaders or even um, get out of the leadership game because it's just too much for us. But some don't shift, right? And, uh, and others do, right? So this is not to say that, you know, if you're in this place right now, You'll always be in that place. No, this is to say that this is a, a leadership capacity, but there are others, right? And so as you evolve, you should be capturing other capacities in your leadership profile. So back to the uh, the message. Um, so so then the other thing is that so they they their their entire life is built around the career and the job. Outside of that life, everything is non-existent or they're passing through. The issue with this, this this individual is this individual most likely will have to be carried um, out of work in the coffin, right? Because this is the person that's probably going to die in a job, right? Because this is what they're driven for. This is what they need. One of the heartaches for this person is that if they're forced to retire, right, and they don't want to retire, right? And so this is the person that wanna, wants to work to the end. So life is longer than the employment. This person struggles with that because then they have to find another way. Um, and, then, and then the other thing is if... This person believes that they should be in that space, then they're looking at some sort of wall in front of them that is not allowing them to excel further than where they are because of maybe their age and other things that you know are you know that come into to play in, in employment or opportunities or or, or this, the ladder of success, right? 
And if they're challenged by those things, then they also become frustrated and somewhat um, career suicidal, right? And will either um, sign, sign off with the job, you know, retire, resign. And, and so those are also suicidal because their whole world was based on on that title, on that position, right? And so these are some of the, the struggles with being that kind of um, being in that kind of capacity, right? The other thing is that they're fragile. So, so because of all of that, they're fragile emotionally without the social and political status. And so these people can um, be destroyed or crumble or um, lose their capacity to exist when they, they're not in the role in these positions or titles, right? And so when they have to operate outside of it, there's no foundation for them. There's no support. And so the foundational support that they need to be to, to have the identity that they have is no longer there. And so they become extremely fragile and emotional. And so you get you, you have to be careful because then we talked about, you know, we can talk about, you know, things that happen to people when they feel like they don't have their footing. Right. And so you may find them involved with, um, you know, substance abuse or, or, or domestic issues or, or just a lot of things that are self-destructive in trying to because it's also a cry out for, you know, I'm important you know, see me, I meant something, you know, and there's a lot of things that that, that person deals with. Uh, some people are able to overcome, but it continues, it, it, it becomes a struggle for them long-term in their lives, right? And so, you know, um, this is a capacity, you know, that we have to be mindful of, and there are people that are in it, right? Uh, many of us uh, fall into this position, a title holder uh, game early in our careers, right? And we're, we're trying to achieve, 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 and we're trying to get the title and nothing else matters. And then there's a moment that something happens in your life or a friend's life, whether it be a death or a loss of a, a, a relationship or um, a children. There are a lot of different, a lot of different factors that, um, that may bring your attention to, you know, your, your current behavior, your patterns of behavior. And then the conversation has to happen. And the conversation is, you know, you know, where are you in this and what matters? And, what, what is my identity about and, and who's a part of that identity? And when my legacy or my lasting legacy is over, besides my career and what's personal to me, what's my, my impact on others, right? And so those are the questions that come up come about from, you know, just being a, a position and title holder. Now, it's unfortunate for those people who don't have the wake-up call or the moment of, of illumination, you know, the moment of, of insight, because then they, they lose out on opportunity to enhance um, their lives, right? And and not to say that, you know, not enhancing their lives and living the way they lived is not important. No, it is important. Um, some of our, our greatest uh, uh, inventors in, in, in early times and today are position and title holders, right? And these are people that have a passion for something uh, they want to be great in, right? In that in that position. They want to be the greatest. They want to be the, the most known in that. And that's okay because those people have moved uh, our society forward too. And so there's a place for everybody in this. And just, you know, just, I just wanted to talk about that. Uh, there'll be more episodes coming. Um, and so stay, stay tuned. Thanks for listening to Pushing Boundaries. Once again, my name is Sharif Rucker. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please do me a favor by commenting, subscribing, and sharing this podcast with everyone you know. All of these things are free and take very little effort, but would mean the world to me. Thanks again and stay tuned.